are you going to take this to the next level? Are you going to keep going with it? I'm going to keep doing the plan just like I am, but I'm hoping as my back improves, I'll be able to add more exercise, which is going to help a lot. Um, and I'm going to keep just trying to take it one day at a time, do the plan and get stronger with exercise. The weather's getting nicer, so I'll be able to get outside more. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. From our frigid studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, it's a Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the show, everyone. For this podcast, Julie and I talk about the Health and Fitness Renew You Kickstart with Karen Mangeri, who is Julie's sister. For those of you who are not in the Small Scale Life Facebook group, Karen was our most active member during the Health and Fitness Renew You Kickstart. In fact, Karen had the title of Uncrustable Queen prior to the Kickstart, and she's made considerable progress on planning her meals, prepping food, and staying consistent using the 24-hour plans. We've talked about Karen on previous Small Scale Life podcasts, so it was only fair in this podcast we decided to interview her. We talked about the Health and Fitness Renew You Kickstart, what she learned, what she's doing, and she gives us some feedback about the Health and Fitness Renew You Kickstart on Small Scale Life. Before we get going into our topic of the day, I know we have a lot of new listeners to the Small Scale Life Podcast. My wife, Julie, and I are dedicated to helping you find a life you love by focusing on our four core pillars. Those include simple living, financial freedom, gardening, and meal planning and food prepping. We know there are a ton of podcasts and blogs out there, so we're so glad that you're spending your precious time with us. We really do appreciate it. If you want to support the show and help us keep the lights on with the show, there are a number of ways you can support our work here at Small Scale Life. Probably the best way you can support our work and to join the 24-hour Renew You is go to smallscalelife.com. There you can go to the resources page on smallscalelife.com. On the resources page, we have an affiliate links to a lot of services that you might be interested in. Did you know that Small Scale Life has an Amazon affiliate link? Yeah, we really do. Yes, and it is probably the best kept secrets on the planet besides what's happening at Area 51. Do your shopping at Amazon.com using our link on the resources page, and we'll get a percentage of that purchase at no additional cost to you. You help support the show, and we get to you know fund our email server and our hosting for the podcast and our hosting for the site. We also have kit.com slash life. This is our online store where we feature products, books and items that we use every day here on the small scale life homestead so we continually add more items to our kit and check that out we also have the cozy scheduling app i don't know if you've heard us talk about this before but man it just it's been a game changer here it just makes scheduling and grocery shopping and everything just really incredibly easy the app is free there's no fee to you and julie and i use it every day it just makes sharing schedules and getting to the right spots so much better than trying to figure out what's coming up on the calendar and where we're supposed to be. So check that out. Check out Cozy today. Uh, Also, they have a new promotion going on where if you sign up with Cozy, you will get a summer planner to help you plan out your summer. So check that out. It's, It's going on right now. 
And finally, we have Simply Canning. Sharon Peterson has put together a great website with great training materials all about canning. This is how you do it. This is where you start. And if you really want to learn about pressure canning, now is the time. Sharon just announced that they have a special going on right now. They're running a pressure canner workshop on her site. So make sure you go over there and check that out. Go through our site. There's a direct link into Simply Canning. I'll update it. I'll include some of this information about pressure canning because you want to do this. This is something I want to do. This is a class I want to take because pressure canning for me is uncharted territory. So check that out. Go to Small Scale Life, the resources tab, and you can find all the links to all this stuff there. We've got a couple more. We're constantly adding to our resources page. Go check that out. So again, if you're doing some shopping, if you're looking for something like early Mother's Day gift for and Father's Day gift, go look at Simply Canning, right? Get into the pressure canning and go check that out through the resources page at smallscalelife.com. There's, again, there's no additional charge for you. We do get a small percentage. These are affiliate links. We are trying to sell these things to you, so check those out. You'll help support our show. And now for our topic of the day. Julie's sister Karen has never been on a podcast before. In fact, before I started doing this, she didn't even know what a podcast was, and she just started listening this summer. So we had a great discussion with her, and Karen did a wonderful job. It was a really good time. I hope you get some inspiration out of this podcast. I hope you start the Health and Fitness Renew You Kickstart. Go to Small Scale Life, check it out, and if you have any trouble signing up, we've been doing some serious changes to the website. We'll we'll talk about more about that in an upcoming podcast about totally relaunching everything, but if you have any trouble, let me know. We have been moving some things around and changing some links and changing some other things, but let me know. Go to the Contact Us page or hit me up in the DMs on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Let me know. So, And now on to our topic of the day. This is Karen Mangieri talking about the health and fitness Renew You Kickstart. Well, hey, everybody. We're so glad you're here today. I have Julie sitting right next to me. How you doing? I'm doing great. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey. We're doing good. It's been a, while, a little bit of time since we've had in the cockpit with me, but uh, we're here at Small Scale Life Studios, and we have a very special guest today. We've got from sunny Georgia, we've got Karen Mangieri. How you doing, Karen? I'm doing great. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, awesome. Oh, oh yeah, I talked over you. There you go. <laughs> I'm not off to a good start here. No, we're glad you're here today. And the reason we wanted to have you here on the Small Scale Life podcast is you were a participant in our 2019 Health and Fitness Renew You Kickstart. And I, from the feedback we got, you really enjoyed it and you really got a lot out of it. So we want to talk to you about that today and go through a few things, get your feedback and just talk about next steps and leveling up and everything. So we are so thrilled you are here. So before we jump into it, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who are you? And what do you do? Well, I am actually Julie's sister, Tom's sister-in-law. I no longer live in Minnesota. As I said, I live in Noonan, Georgia, which is southwest of Atlanta. Actually, more I live in Moreland. We moved about five in November to five acres. Nice. Um, I'm a nurse. I work as a clinical research coordinator. I have one daughter in college, um, so we are empty nesters now and doing loving that that's me oh and i have a husband mario (laughs) oh yeah that guy yeah i have a husband that's me that is you in a nutshell you are my sis and sis you were our number one 
participant in the challenge. You had the most activity in all of our social media groups, and and I really think uh, you you embraced it and just ran with it. It was fun to see. Really um, got me motivated. I also, you know, I'm a little addicted to Facebook and social media, so <laughs> that part is easy, but. I did get jump started. I needed something when I got back from Christmas. I knew I kind of had hit my all-time high or four pounds from my highest two years ago when I hit my highest weight. Um, I've been dealing with, a, you know, a back injury, back pain, so I haven't been active, and I knew I just needed to get somewhere. So you guys gave me a great place to get started. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. I'm glad. I'm, that's why we did it is to get us motivated and then help some other people too, and it was great that you brought some other people along with you. You brought in Deb, you brought in a couple others. How many did you bring in total? I can't remember for sure, but I got quite a few signed up and a few, I think are still trying to stay motivated. A lot of people, you know, kind of started and as everything in January, things um, petered out, but I've been staying with it. Yeah. The new year's resolutions. I think a lot of people, are so excited and motivated in the beginning of in the beginning of the year in January and then very quickly it drops off and I think what you've realized is that rather than looking at this whole process as a diet per se it's it's a lifestyle change and it's not something that you're you're going to change overnight and you're going to have to just do a little bit a little bit every day and and just keep going with it and and be okay with it taking time. I think that's a concept that you that you've really grasped. Definitely. I've um I'm trying not to think of it as a diet. I think we've all done lots of diets. I've been successful a lot with Weight Watchers in the past, but I tend to be really good only when I'm going and just for, you know, I think of it more as a diet. It seems a lot more restrictive because you're constantly having to count points and feel like, you know, you can't do this. We talked about the different crazy diets. I've done the one you guys got me to do, the Lean and 13, where my friend and I drank shakes and only got to eat almonds and proteins for 14 days, which I never even could succeed at that because I would quit at about day seven. Oh, um, that was horrible. Yeah, that, was that a, one was brutal. That was a really tough one. And, and I have to admit, I snuck a few things a few times on that one because it was so onerous. I mean, here's a half cup of almonds. Good luck. Oh my gosh, a half cup. That was that or a was quarter cup. Yeah. yeah, you're talking a quarter <laughs> a quarter cup, which is a serving of almonds if you if you look at the serving size of things, but it was just so restrictive. I think that's that was it. I mean, it's like we've talked about on the on the previous podcast. You're just gutting through it till you get to the end so you can eat normal again. So Right. It makes you focus just on food for the entire day. Oh yeah. Exactly. Totally. Yep. Exactly. And and really didn't give you enough fuel to give you the energy. I mean, you know, you'd get your workouts in, but you just didn't feel good doing it, did you? You just felt just tired all the time. Right. Definitely. Yeah, and I, I noticed I mean I've done Weight Watchers a few times and using their app and their the accounting of things seemed like you were always trying to hack the system, you know, and try to get more points or squeeze points somehow, or maybe if I don't eat that, I'll just have ice cream later on or something. I don't know. That was my experience with it. How about you, Karen? 
definitely, it didn't teach me to eat healthy, which has never been my um, strong area. So this approach is actually teaching me to, you know, to eat healthier versus just in eating what I can to get the points. So now I'm thinking of it more as foods that will keep me full. And, and Weight Watchers, they are, they're always changing, which I also think is kind of, they just is a gimmick. So just to keep you buying things. And so this is more um, something I can do for long term. I can see myself doing it forever. That's awesome. What do you think are the things that worked for you what what with this program or or this lifestyle is is really working for you well i love the worksheet the you had sent me the worksheet in december to be kind of a guinea pig and i i to be honest i only printed it i never really used it one day i started to kind of use <laughs> the it truth comes but out the truth yes so i never was a good you know um test for you but then listening to your podcast, and we talked about it more over Christmas, but all the, that week when you were sending stuff out was really motivating, having the, the podcast and the blogs and the different tools to look at really got me. But I think the worksheet forces me to sit down and but just do one day at a time, so then I don't feel as restrictive. So I've that's been the biggest thing is I plan my morning, I plan what I think I'm going to eat, Like, I've adjusted it even a little. Like, I can adjust anything from Dave Ramsey to this. Like, I never know for sure what I'm going to do for lunch because we decide at the last minute, but I just commit to making a healthy choice, and that's been working for me. And then I fill in what that healthy choice was the next day. Um, But then for breakfast and dinner, I'm pretty much sticking to that. I've been really good at being more active, even though I've really had to. I've listening to I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. So after listening to your podcast, I've kind of become obsessed with podcasts. And you recommended Corinne at Fit and Fat, and she talked a lot about just starting small. Also, so I can't walk or do what I want to do because of my back but I've been doing like a mile on the treadmill and I've been trying yoga and a lot of back stretches and I've gotten so I'm up to I was able to walk three miles I just have to walk a slow and if my back hurts then I just don't do the full what I planned but I I'm committing to doing something active every day that's that's great that's perfect yeah I mean that's what that's the way you have to look at it when you are dealing with some sort of an injury. You you maybe can't do what you'd like to do, but there's always something that you can do. We have a good friend in in Illinois, Anne, and she's been dealing with a broken wrist. Mm-hmm. She I know has dealt with a lot of challenges with that too, but she's been trying to keep active and yeah, when it's when it's your back, that can be pretty debilitating with uh allowing you different ways of of getting your movement in so you just have to be be okay with just just doing what you can that's what i decided and i was kind of feeling sorry for myself from november and december and my answer was just to do nothing which that wasn't helping because it was actually making my back feel worse and i know i'm not going to be able to completely cure it by just extra exercise but definitely strengthening it is going to help so that's been good and I also really like the right side of your worksheets because I'm not one that's very good at journaling I'm not good at you know setting aside time 
but it's really been helpful to kind of do the what you're grateful for the day because it starts me out in a more positive day. I've been filling out the prayers because, you know, prayer is important to me, but I'm often not as good even at that. But it's kind of made me think of things every day that I need to be more mindful about. And then I kind of start from that way, and it's really been working. So just doing that worksheet and being more mindful, it got me realizing, you know, I've been started going back to church, which is was great for me and Mario, and um, just taking the time. So those are just things that came from the worksheet that weren't just related to food and exercise, but it's also just made me think of just about my general mindset itself. That's so cool, sis. I'm really, that that just makes me happy to hear that. And for those of you that maybe don't know what Karen's talking about, so this this 24-hour worksheet that she's referring to is a one-page worksheet that we created uh, based on a concept that I learned through Corinne Crabtree with Fit and Fat. She's a blogger that I, I love. Um, she just has such great common sense such a great common sense approach to weight loss and health. And she, you know, she tells you just to track it. Why are you smiling at me weird? She's Southern and she's sassy. <laughs> yeah, my, my husband can't, my husband cannot get past her, um, Corinne's accent, but everyone, but she's great, I think, so... She is. She's hilarious. Okay, so she does have a really southern drawl, and she swears like a trucker. (laughs) And she kind of speaks my language because I have a tendency to do that, too, although I'm working on that. That's been one of my resolutions for this year. Um, But anyway, back to the 24-hour worksheet. So, you know, you really just, you're sitting down, you're writing out your, your food plan, and you're going to write down what you are going to eat for that day. Just, just that 24-hour period, and, and you're going to do your very best to stick to what you write down because what the goal is that you're going to commit to yourself. You know, we're, we're so good at failing ourselves all the time. But we decided that it was really important to put another component to the worksheet because it's we didn't want to just have our whole focus be on food and losing weight and and health but we we wanted to focus on mental spiritual emotional health as well and so we put a a gratitude prayer meditation to do component to the worksheet so that uh, it can help start your day off in the right place right and that three things is that was one thing that i wanted because it's really easy to build a long, long, long to-do list and have, especially if you have squirrel mentality, you're jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing and never getting anything quite done. But this is supposed to focus you on those three critical things that will get you to towards that life you want to build. And, and granted, there's some things that'll pop up that are just have-to-dos, but start thinking too about where is your life going and how am I going to get there? That's kind of the thing is these three things they're going to get us closer to that life that we don't need a vacation from and that we love. Right. Exactly. So, so the, the 24 hour worksheet has been, I think it's been a pretty critical component to the, the program. And I think it's something that's, that's doable. We just wanted to keep it, keep it short mm-hmm. and doable so that it was something everybody could do every day and not feel like, you know, that it was like this dreaded task right. that they, didn't 
didn't want to take the time to sit down and do. Right. Five, ten minutes, you're done. And then you're right. doing another few minutes just to evaluate it the next morning or that evening. Do you, you feel did. like that time, um, that that is pretty true, you know, true to how long it takes you to do it, Karen? Is it, how it long would you say it takes you? Less than um, 10 minutes. So sometimes, depending, a lot of times I will, I will do a little prayer, meditation. And then sometimes I don't. But I am not, I'm still, things I haven't embraced is getting up super early to exercise. Julie loves to do that. I haven't embraced morning exercise yet, but I have been trying to sit down and um, do the plan before I leave because I find if I don't, um, then I don't get it done. If I say I'm going to do it either at work or when I get a free time later on. So I've been doing it in the morning. I would say, yes, you can definitely do it in five to ten minutes. And that includes, I I start by doing the previous day worksheet and doing the bottom where you kind of recap everything. And then I do my plan for the day. So I do that while I'm either eating breakfast or getting ready to leave. And it doesn't take very long at all. And I've only missed one day since... We started on the seventh. Wow, that's really good. That's better than and me. I've missed only, a couple days. Yeah, and that was easier to miss on the weekends. You know, we all do better Monday through Friday. I do, so the weekends easy to kind of get a little bit off with your morning routine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's very true. Hey, talk a little bit about you know you and I were kind of talking about this before, but tell us a little bit about how you know you had mentioned that you felt like. In your previous attempts at dieting, you would restrict, restrict all week long, and then you felt like you would kind of just let loose on the weekends. So talk about that a little bit and, and how th- things seem a little bit different with with this plan. Um, well, this plan, I definitely, that has been kind of my go-to is diet Monday through about Friday at noon, and then I quit dieting until Sunday night or Monday morning (laughs) because we love to go, we go out to dinner every Friday night and we like to be, you know, do social things on the weekend. But this has been forcing on the week. It's not forcing me to, but it's making an intentional move on the weekends too to fill out the worksheet. So I have to kind of think about it. And then it's like, Oh, do I want to, you know, totally blow it. So it's been making, but I've also been writing down, what I planned like last night I knew we were going out to dinner with my daughter and so I planned that I was going to have a cheeseburger but I just you know I just had a salad instead or if I know I'm going to have two glasses of wine I've been writing it on there so ahead of time so I kind of plan for when I'm going to splurge a little bit um, and that's been working a lot I think because it's before I was kind of like I was just kind of like okay whatever I want to do but this is making me have to kind of account for it a little bit and be intentional about it yeah yeah and does it take away that that feeling of failure like oh god I totally blew it this weekend I'm a failure yes because then you know I write you have your worksheet and you can kind of look at it and I I try not to think of them as failures when I if I do, don't do it, what's right, I just write, oh, well, I cross it out. I write what I did do, and then I try to write, try to figure out why I've done it. I, I t- besides weekends being a struggle, my, I found, I've discovered through this January 7th that I love to snack at about 930 at night. And, I've been str- <laughs> and so yeah. I've been really 
like to the point of I, I mean, you would think I have a problem. I mean, I would, I would like sneak to the freezer and want to get the chocolate chips like an <laughs> addict. So, and, and I'm not one that has a huge problem, but I do. Uh, that's what I want to eat, and I don't think I'm hungry. I've discovered it's just what I want to do. So, I've been working on other things. I've been doing puzzles, oh. and. I, I sound like an old lady, but I've been doing puzzles like my mom. I've been trying to go to, I've gone to bed a little bit earlier. I've been trying to change up my night because my normal night is watching Netflix or Hulu and eating. So I have had to kind of work on that. Yeah. So it's made, that's another thing the worksheets have made me mindful of because you got to, you know, then I'll have, then I write those down and I've kind of realized when I, when I'm eating and what I was doing wrong. That's really good. That's really good. And and I was um I was going to write an article about eating late at, late night snacking. That's how I wrote another article instead about oh that's the one with um, self sabotage with Danny. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was awesome. Yeah. So I need to go back around and hit that because there's been times where I figured out if I ate something late at night that'll keep me awake for a little longer, which is really weird, but it's the way I figured. That's how I survived my thirties and. That's yeah. how I added a bunch of weight on, you know, eating that late and then going to bed on a full stomach. It was just not a good strategy. Right. And trust me, I'm not cured. I mean, I've like, I've had, well, I hit the chocolate chips again last night. So I'm definitely not cured. And the stupid chocolate chips are all because I'm making the healthy snack, but then it leaves the chocolate chip, which leads me to believe I probably just need to take the chocolate chips out of my house. But, um, it's funny how you can just get in such, you have to break a, ha- a habit or a cycle. And yep. because I'm really not hungry, um, but I, you know, so I'm trying, you know, Julie suggested maybe I eat dinner a little bit later because I do tend to eat kind of early right after work because I'm hungry. So mm. maybe having a healthier snack earlier in my dinner just a little bit later. So if I am hungry I'm, or like Danny said, you know, think of chicken. Would you, would you want to eat chicken? Because I'm never craving, you know, I never am called to eat like a banana or an apple or something healthy. I'm always wanting something that I shouldn't be eating. So, Well, and I think the not necessarily just chicken and rice, but whatever you have on your plan, if that doesn't sound good, you can probably figure you're not really hungry, that you're just wanting to eat. And I am totally like speaking from experience here but that is i know what corinne has said if if what you plan if you're standing and if you're grab assing in front of the pantry in the refrigerator that's how she would say it um that means that you're you're just looking for something to fill some other form of it's not hunger that's driving you there it's something else maybe it's boredom maybe it's stress maybe you're pissed off at something that went wrong you know, so it's it's really interesting to look at the psychological side of all of this because it really does play such a big factor in it all. I tend to think that it is back to chicken and rice and rice and chicken that you need to focus on the chicken and rice and eating lots and lots of that because <laughs> that is what makes you strong and, and powerful and that's what you need to focus on in front of the pantry when you grab ass, this grab assing thing. I think you think about chicken and rice. More chicken. More chicken. Oh, eat see, more Karen, chicken. And you didn't that, know. And you, you eat it all and it's delicious. You didn't know you were going to get to have 
Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold, Arnold was part of the conversation. <laughs> never know what cast of characters are going to show oh, up in a right. small scale life podcast. You just never know because we are all <laughs> here around the microphone going, talk more, talk better. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, though, Karen. I mean, this is real. I mean, it's reality. I've I've been there, done that with this stuff, too, you know, and sneaking it and, oh, it's time to go to bed. No, I'm going to have some chocolate chips. Oh, there's a bag right up there in the top shelf of the pantry right by the door. Right. Yeah. Know Nobody knows because you're the only one still up. Yep. Well, and my my bigger issue, not so much the, the later night snacking, is the, you know, Three thirty, four o'clock when I'm at work and I know that I still I'm either getting ready to leave or I right now we're in the middle of tax season. So things are busy, busy, busy. And I know I still have to stay for a couple hours and get stuff done. Um, if I don't have a good a good filling, healthy snack to eat at that point in time. I just, there is no keeping me out of the candy bowls that are sitting around the office. As a matter of fact, the other day, I hit, I hit it and I hit it hard. (laughs) (laughs) Those Heath bars, it's like, it's crack cocaine. That's good stuff. Well, you had rancid almonds, so that's not going to work to eat. Yeah, my snack didn't, uh, I, I was trying to use up some old almonds and it was a bad idea. So anyway, yeah, that's that's my struggle too. So it's it's a lot of it comes down to the planning, making sure that you have, you know, the the things available and and then it just is is habit and it's it's trial and it's error and you know, just just showing up again the next day and not falling apart because you you didn't exactly follow the plan. I mean, that's it's not the end of the world. It, it's just a day and or the next meal even just that's something that's cool that I've I'm learning from Corinne right so do yeah doing it a day at a time is much easier and I'm trying to be much more a, lo- a little more organized um and having you know healthier snacks and having more options because I do not I'm not one to cook so I don't really want to cook a meal every night so I'm trying to plan things that I'll have for the whole week or ways to get through the week that's helped too Oh, that's a good segue because, Karen, you have gone from the uncrustable queen to cooking and meal prepping. So we want to talk about that a little bit. I mean, you've done you took some of our recipes and you made them. So tell us about that. What what did you what tripped your trigger? Well, I'm not sure I quite call myself the meal prepper yet, but um, I knew I needed to try a few things. And because, you know, I have very limited healthy choices I usually I love to buy rotisserie chickens and that is a healthy option but you know I pretty much eat lean cuisines or scrambled eggs almost every night so I decided I needed to do something a little bit different so I started by trying the steel cut oats recipe the pumpkin one in small scale life um, but I doubled it so I made enough oatmeal that I'm I made it on to start on January 7th and I'm still eating them. Yeah. <laughs> but I used the technique of freezing them, Julie's technique on small scale life, and it worked good. So I, and I, I also can't eat the same thing every day like some people. So yeah, I can't you know, I don't eat them every day. One could, though. I'm a routine guy. He too. definitely could. He could eat the exact same thing. I made the chicken wild rice soup, and that mm. was very good. And then that gave us leftovers for 
I'll eat that for a couple nights. Um, yeah, that is some good stuff. That yeah. is a favorite around here. Mm-hmm. Now, it is not what you would consider like the super lightest, you know, it's not a diet food, but it is something that's really good and savory and and uh, and very healthy. And I screwed the recipe up like three different ways and it still turned out good. So it's it has room for air. Mm-hmm. I made right. um, the Santa Fe soup. I've done a pork roast and I made it into shredded pork sandwiches for the week. See, now that is a huge step, Karen. Yeah, that this was is all good stuff. Cooking one meal, but looking at how you could utilize it in different ways. Yes. And I made pork chops and I used a broiler pan for the very first time. <laughs> so I love it. But I have, you know, I bought the pork and I cut it into two pork roasts and pork chops. Nice. So that was very um, meal prepping or that was food prepping. I've also been making, like I said, the inner, the oatmeal, peanut butter, protein energy balls. Yeah, those are which, so good. Which those are good to have for like, those would be good for you to have at work when you go for the candy bar bowl instead. Yeah, I've got to make up some more of those. Except, okay, we have to talk about one thing. You were calling them fart balls the other day. <laughs> did you realize, what, did, did you, you figure out that it was? That it was because you were eating too many of them, or what do you think was the reason? Well, I think a lot of it is the. I mean, I I'll tend to have two of them, and I was doing having like two every day, but I've also been eating much more healthier, so I think it might just be all the increase in the fiber. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, um, yeah, so that was pretty bad, mostly for the people at my work. Um, I made. Oh, I made up hard-boiled eggs ahead of time, which I need to do that again. I only did that once. Oh, my um, gosh, Karen. That was, that was helpful. That and, is great. And the Instant Pot. Oh, I yeah, know we had totally. this conversation, and actually one of our one of our uh, group members had posted about making hard-boiled eggs that are easily peelable, because that's always been a big dilemma of mine, and I know you and I were talking about that. I'm telling you, the Instant Pot, I've done it now three times. And I have just had, it's just a no-brainer. Really does make perfect hard-boiled eggs that I have had no problem peeling. Well, I'm going to definitely try that. I'm I'm not putting an Instapot, I'm putting an Instapot on my wish list. I decided I tend to have another history with anytime I get healthy or attempt to get healthy, I spend a lot of money. My, I like to, you know, buy new I tend to need to buy new clothes to work out in, new shoes, you know, pay for Weight Watchers. So before I bought the Instapot, I wanted to see if I would actually keep up with, you know, cooking more. Because I have a perfectly good crock pot that I use. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I will maybe put that on like my Mother's Day wish list for an Instapot. But just simple things, you know, like cutting up the vegetables for the week and getting your fruit ready. Which still, I mean, it's very, I, I have good intentions about buying them and I still, I have to force myself to do it. But once you do it, it doesn't take very long. It's very easy. And then you have them already there. So, yeah, yeah a big game changer here. Um, Jewel's been great about it is making these uh, snack packs, whether it's breaking down a whole bag of pretzels into smaller snack serving size snack packs or the big bag of ca- uh, pistachios or or carrots and celery or blueberries and strawberries, just breaking that stuff down. Otherwise, it sits in a big container and, and goes bad or doesn't get eaten and goes stale. So breaking that down into snack packs, 
has been really good because you can grab it and go. Yeah. It's a really good thing. That's the key, especially if you're uh, if you're working full time or if you have, you know, young ones at home and in school and activities and you're on the go all the time. You just you really need to have food ready to grab and go and meals that are kind of prepped and just no brainers that you can just either heat up or, you know, throw in a pan and it's ready in 20 minutes. That's uh, that's a huge game changer. Totally. Well, I'm proud of you, sis. You have really come a long way. I want to, okay, so tell us about, you are self-declared, like, anti-vegetable eater, right? Like, you don't like vegetables. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very, I'm struggling. Like, last night, I had to ask what was on my salad, and it was just celery cut a different way. <laughs> <laughs> so... But I have tr- I tried some Brussels sprouts this month. That's what I shocking. That's what I wanted to hear you admit. Okay, so tell us about your Brussels sprouts experience. Well, it was at um, an Asian American fusion trendy restaurant, and but they were they were fried, but not deep, not with like um, batter on them. But they were kind of fried in healthy oil with a balsamic reduction on them. So they were. They were quite tasty. Hmm. Um, and so I wouldn't probably try a steamed plain Brussels sprout yet. Um, but I've tried that and I'm I'm trying a few more vegetables. Um, but, I'll, you know, that's where I'm also for people that don't like vegetables, they're obviously that's great to add a lot of bulk to your meals. When you take all the veggies out of a healthy meal, then you're left with like three pieces of chicken. So <laughs> more chicken and rice, perfect. But so, but I tried Brussels sprouts, and I forced myself to try a a yellow pepper last night on my salad, like the yellow and orange peppers. What'd you think? Um, I didn't really like it too much, but I'll try. I will continue <laughs> to try. I don't like the, I don't like the texture of crunch. I don't like the texture of a lot of vegetables. And I'm, I know there's other people out there that probably have this problem but um but i've been trying more so that's you know what that's how i started too Mm because i think it was i i think we both had the same issue i hated vegetables for the most part there were a few that i liked um canned green beans corn on the cob and raw carrots and lettuce that was about it but um, I think a lot of what it comes down to is the way that it's prepared. Yeah, That's what I, I think found. So too. Like, I'm not going to eat steamed Brussels sprouts. They're nasty. I mean, I, truly. I grew up with them. They're horrible. Really. But if it's prepared right with some, you know, with some olive oil and, like you said, a balsamic reduction, Maybe it can be delicious. Hot pepper flakes on there or something. You know. Yeah, this tasted i yeah this was it was good so so yeah just be i'm trying to be open to trying you know things but i'm doing that in small baby steps also yeah well and another good way to do it is is sneak some stuff into smoothies if you like to make smoothies take some spinach leaves and you can get different vegetables like maybe even zucchini and it just blends up into nothingness that you you don't even taste it yeah, we had some zucchini the other night. You made it. That was really good. It was with olive oil and some peppers and onions. It was last night. That yeah. was really good. Yeah, olive oil, peppers, onions, garlic, mm-hmm. and just some salt and pepper. Yep. It's delicious. 
But it's just when you guys when you do things like that, you should post them on the recipes because. Um, I know I have to be. I have to get. Have to I have to ramp up recipes. the recipes, and even things as simple as like how to prepare um, meats. Even though most lifers are probably a little more savvy than me, but when you buy meat, they don't put any directions on it. No, <laughs> that's true. You have to either look for a recipe. So I like simple ways to make things. So I'm always looking okay. for that. So uh-huh. I go to Pinterest a lot, but. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what good I feedback. do too. Yeah, that's good feedback, and and uh, I mean, even with the rotisserie chicken thing, we've got we bought chickens from Yellow Hutch Farms here in Minnesota, and it's basically a rotisserie chicken frozen. We've made beer can chickens out of it. It's yeah, it's been, just a whole it's chicken. Been really good. Yeah. Yeah. So just yeah, you can post ideas. And the and and here's the cool thing for me. I've come. I've come, Tom has helped me come really, really far with this. I mean, I was, I was just like you. I didn't like to eat anything except boneless, skinless chicken breasts. (laughs) And if it, if it had a bone in it, I think I'd have about four bites of meat before I'd be disgusted by the things that (laughs) were in it. And now I'm eating whole chickens and utilizing the carcass and making soups and Broths and broths yeah. out of it, and with the organ meat in there too. <laughs> don't tell, me, not, about, don't tell me about the organ. Yeah, meat. but it all we gets... will have to get into more dire emergencies before <laughs> I will do that. But I like boneless. I do like to pretend that the meat actually didn't come from the animals, but that doesn't go along with prepping. So um, I'm actually finding that the meat that. The chicken, you know, the the, yeah. the stuff that's on the bone has way more flavor than yeah, like the thighs has way that's more. Does. The dark meat tastes better, and you just gotta, you know, what a lot of it is is mental. Yeah, it's and getting it's past it's, the and it's how it's prepared too. Yeah, 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 but it's getting past the look of it, and some of it is texture too, because there mm. are some like weird slimy things that come <laughs> off of chicken on bones. Oh man, there's so many homesteaders rolling their eyes right now. <laughs> I, can, I can just feel but it. I, am, I can feel I it across like, the network. I am, I am still part of the Lefer family. That's right. I, I'm, And I'm even starting to food prep a little. Oh, nice. No, I'm so impressed. See? I mean, you're talking to two super suburban girls who I mean the first time I was around a cow was at the state fair and from a distance I mean it's not like exact I'm a farm guy exactly I mean I'm not like Daniel Bulchris or Greg Burns that you know taking care of their animals and I mean when I did that podcast with Daniel Bulchris I mean he had just been helping a cow Uh, so (laughs) let's not go into no I'm not gonna go there So I'm I'm a suburban, suburbanite guy too. So I know, but look at how far. I mean, you've come so far, and you're really like helping me grow to yeah. new levels. And we're bringing Karen along. I with know, us. dragging, kicking, and screaming. Yes. We're bringing her along. She's gonna be butchering a cow before you know it. <laughs> I know. I, I I could see having chickens way before a cow's. <laughs> yeah, you've got five acres. You can do all kinds of fun things with that property. Uh, I know. I think you need chickens, Karen. I think chickens might need to happen this summer. Yeah, chickens and a little garden area. I'm going to talk to your husband. I was thinking of some little goat, little pygmy goats. Oh, my. They climb. Just remember, they climb. And they eat everything. So they will eat your garden if you're not careful. Yep. Greg Burns has baby goats right now. He does have baby goats. (laughs) Let's see. So, um, 
so you're still working the plan. You're still working on it. Um, yes. How are you going to take this to the next level? Are you going to keep going with it? I am because my goal when I started, you know, my goal has always been since, well, two years ago when I hit my highest, my goal has been to lose 30 pounds. And I, I've done real well at times and almost lost 20. And then I always seem to then start going back up. So I'm going to keep doing the plan just like I am, but I'm hoping as my back improves, I'll be able to add more exercise, which is going to help a lot. Um, and I'm going to keep just trying to take it one day at a time, do the plan and get stronger with exercise. The weather's getting nicer, so I'll be able to get outside more um, to walk. So That's good. That's, That's awesome. really good. Yeah, and I think exploring some of those towns and those pictures you sent me, um, that's really cool. Is And you can get out, be mobile, enjoy the weather, enjoy the spring down there, which is going to be awesome, and see some of these cool places. I think that's all part of it. Yes, definitely. We've been trying yet to go out instead of, you know, we've been walking. Like, we even walked before we went out to dinner the other night. So we've been trying to incorporate exercise, and then you don't, and then you even feel even better when you go to eat out um, about your choices if you've already got your exercise and everything done for the day. Yeah, that's a really good point. Hey, I was going to ask you too, so with your back, you just had a cortisone shot last week. Yes. Late in the week. Was that Thursday? On Friday. On Friday. So are you feeling relief today? It's Sunday today. Um, I, I was actually telling Mario, I think Maybe a little, so my back is still hurting, so it's not like I woke up and it was a miracle, but I actually have been, the last two nights I've slept really good without waking up when I turn over, and I think the pain is maybe like 40% improved, so they said I may need to have another injection, but um, I'm hoping that this will be the answer. It says it can take a few days before you see all the results from it, so. Okay. Yeah, I remember right. getting a cortisone shot in my knee that around Christmas last year, not 2018, but 2017. That was a that was pretty good for a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and it's been better. So, so my hope is that if I could just get the inflammation to kind of calm down, then I can, and then it will just you know get better, and then I can work more to strengthen it. Um, right. right. Yep. Just just keep doing those exercises and. Um, try not to push it too much too fast. You know, just keep doing your doing your walking and doing what you can do and, and it will get better. Right. Low and slow. Yes, definitely. Um, and you're gonna keep journaling. Yes, I'm doing my twenty four hour my worksheet every day. I've actually been toying with the idea of actually journaling. Um and so I'm going to t- try adding that to my plan also. When you say actually journaling, what does that look like to you? Well, um, like ha- I like having a notebook or and just kind of like either writing a little bit more extension on like now I'm just doing a little brief update, but just kind of either picking a topic or like the que- you guys have given me a few questions as examples for today. So that I kind of wrote some, you know, started writing about that, but. Yeah, just trying to think about something every day, or just kind of to get more in touch with the, the mental side of things. Um, yep, and, you know, spend a little time. So, it, so to me, like I don't, I count doing my twenty-four 
cheat, not quite as much as journaling, but at least for me, that's kind of one step in writing something down because I'm not a good planner. And so then if I'm going to add actually having a notebook that I keep with all my, I've been putting all my plans, my sheets that I finish in a binder and I'm just going to keep a notebook by them. And when I feel like it or just kind of write about my day or just how I'm feeling. Oh my gosh, that is, yeah, that's exactly it. And it's it's like what Corinne calls them, thought downloads, TDLs. Just getting it out on paper, it, there's something about it that just, it's it's so therapeutic. And it really, sometimes it just, writing it down makes you see, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. You know, it really does make you stop and think. Or it really helps you work through an issue. Right. And what's kind of fun, too, is going back a few years later and, and you're looking at that going, well, that wasn't that big of a deal back then, but maybe it was at that time, you know, like or maybe you see something you're like, wow, that was really insightful. Like I I pulled out a sheet from when I started blogging small scale gardening in 2014 and it was almost like I was writing the blueprint for small scale life way back then. Oh, it was cool. really, really wild. I had to show that to them, my guys. So I want to see it. Oh, yeah. Show it to your girl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I will. All right. Well, Karen, this was great. Thank you so much for all the insight. You're welcome. And keep posting stuff to keep us all motivated. I know it takes a lot of time and um, effort. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what would help? What would help keep you motivated? What would you like to see as a person out there in space that's following on the plan? I mean, this is going to help, help us with our content too. Well, like I said, I just like, you know, like recipes or different ideas or even like a podcast every couple of weeks. Like I loved when the one with Danny popped up because I subscribed to him. I, you know, I didn't really know anything. I didn't even know the difference between a podcast and a blog when I started doing this. And then I had to teach my friends because we're not, anybody maybe above 45 is not really quite sure what a podcast and a blog is. So we <laughs> now know. And so now when you do a new one, it just magically appears in my little app. So it'll start playing. So, you know, those are very helpful. I like just seeing little reminders. And I like, or like a little post on Facebook or Instagram and then people, you know, reply and, more and more people will start to interact on it and and i mean you know there's certain like obviously you'll have you know you may do a gardening one and i i'll i even sometimes will look at those if even if i think i'm not someone to garden but i've gotten things out of different like i listened to your polar vortex one and i live in you know georgia but it was help i mean i just i enjoy i've started to enjoy just you know listening and learning stuff so i think everybody will enjoy that all right cool yeah that was really good really appreciate that feedback and and we appreciate you know part of the 24-hour plan is gratitude we really appreciated the gift you sent our way yeah the little journals i mean i did my garden plan my garden plan in that journal and i i've been working on some other things for the garden season this year and the garden campaign as i like to call it so i really appreciate the journal you sent our way oh you're welcome yes i um I'm not much of a journaler, but I'm trying to be crafty. So that was my attempt at being crafty. And a little thank you for doing, for getting this all started because I know it is a lot of work. 
it's work, but it's good for us too because this is, you know, we're right there with you trying to uh, to improve ourselves and our health. So it's it's helpful for us to do it and, and we might as well share it with everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. All Great. right. Well, I think that about does it. Yeah, we appreciate you being on the show today and we will continue to provide some information and motivation to help to help you on your journey as we continue on ours so yeah right, good luck great. sis and i will i will post my my uh, progress in the website all right Yay. sounds great love awesome. you thanks love you too guys yeah, bye right. Everyone, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am back. I am so excited to hear this progress from this Karen Manjeri. She's getting stronger. She keeps on doing the 24-hour plans. I think that is very, very good. And uh, the, vo- the one piece of advice I would give her, actually two. One, eat chicken. Two, eat rice. Chicken, rice. Rice, chicken. So do those things. You'll get stronger. You'll get bulkier. And you'll, you'll, you'll get very pumped. And that's what we want is to get very pumped and very strong. So I am Arnold. I'm glad you're here. Remember, your friend Arnold is here to pump you up. And we'll see you soon on the next Small Skill Life Podcast.